0: to the Codependent Me podcast. My name is Tamala Shaw. I am your host, and today I have Barry Nicolau with us, and I am so, <laughs> so grateful that you are with us today. I always shout out PodMatch. You know, it's, it's a wonderful uh, platform. I've been able to meet phenomenal people, and I'm so grateful that you you, you were willing to be here to tell us all of these wonderful things that you're doing and your books and everything yeah, so yeah, welcome to yeah. the show uh,
1: Tamala, thank you so much for having me. It is an absolute honor for me to be speaking with you today and to share some of these great ideas and concepts to make the world a better place it's 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 truly I feel truly appreciated for that
0: Oh that's wonderful. So Barry, tell us a little bit about yourself
1: well how long do you have Tamala because this could be a very long episode <laughs>
0: we can do um, a two part three part Doesn't
1: matter <laughs> i love this <laughs> well well i guess um i've been uh, becoming braver at telling my story um and a lot of us i think have to become a little bit more courageous in in being able to unapologetically say this is me and this is what happened or this and 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 as as a place to move forward and as a place to inspire us um, so for me, it all started in 2015. I was in the shoe industry in Australia, Sydney, Australia, where I still am. Um, and um, I, I was driving my car to an appointment and I got a phone call in the car saying that my customer was running behind. He said, Barry, can you delay me one hour? And I said, no problem. So I, I, could, I could do that. And the thing that happened next to marla was the best way to describe it was my car steered itself into this beautifully appointed cemetery here in the northwestern suburbs of sydney i don't know anyone that's buried there have have no connection to this particular cemetery just just my car steered itself that's the best way to describe it um and i i I park Um, on this big, beautiful, wide road. You can just imagine these, these, these beautiful gravestones, these canopy of trees. It was a crisp blue sky day. You needed your jacket on because it was that sort of cold crispness in the air. And I just started walking amongst these gravestones, doing the maths in between the years where people were born and people had died. And you start realizing that people were passed away at all ages in life it wasn't just you know the old ones that 80s and 90 year olds there was 30 40 50 year olds that passed away as well it it started to give me a realization of the finiteness of life that that life isn't forever you know it might come a day at a time but it is um it is going to catch up with us time catches up with us so as I was walking amongst these graves, a certain realization came over me that I wasn't quite fulfilled in the shoe industry in Australia. Um, I was selling um, shoes, but I wasn't being fulfilled internally. Um, and I, was, I had a good job, like good money. Um, I was looking after my family. It just, it felt great from a providing point of view, but I was empty. There was a yearning inside.
0: Purpose. Yeah, you were looking for that yes. purpose, that feel, yeah.
1: Right, exactly. Spot on. Exactly. That purpose. Um, So, I I leant up against my car just before I was going to get back in, and I closed my eyes for a brief moment, and this is going to sound really strange, and I don't really care how it sounds anymore because every word of it is true. I felt three words um, bombard me on It would have been more of a soul level than a dialogue that we're speaking about, like you hearing me and me hearing you. It was more felt. It was inside the soul. And those three words were live your life. And I didn't quite understand what that meant um, because I thought I was, you know, and also the whole way of this, how it was communicated felt surreal and kind of scary at the same time because I've never felt this type of communication before. So, I dismissed it. I actually thought, this is crazy. I'm crazy. I'm just imagining it. Hopped back in my car, went to my appointment, went home at night, had dinner, had a shower, brushed my teeth, went to bed. I had a dream and I woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning. as if, um, And the word your was being highlighted, like live your life. Don't try and live a life that anyone else or anyone feels you should live. Live a life that is true to you. And that asked that began i asked myself some really deep questions that i never asked myself before which is what what lights you up who are the people that um, um make you feel good about yourself when you hang around them and who are the people that don't necessarily make you feel good about yourself when you hang around them so i started to identify various um stimuli that made me feel good and that made me feel bad and then that that made me start writing Um, i didn't know what i was writing it was just a brain dump of inspirational words Um, that turned into a year-long affair of of 6 a.m mornings um, and an hour each day just writing writing that turned into 11 chapter headings um, and it, it it ended up being a a, a book on Amazon. Um, and the way that it happened is also surreal to Marla. And this is what I really want to ram home: this message of when you are on purpose, and when you are on target, and when you are when God is showing you, or the universe is showing you the next right move. It is a moral imperative that you take the next right step, that next action step, whatever that is. And for me, that's how the publisher showed up. Like I had this manuscript and I'm like, how on earth do I get this thing published? I have no idea of any publishers. I've got no idea of any author friends that could help me. And then I get this random message on Facebook saying, we publish books. If you have a manuscript, we'd love to hear from you. And I'm like, that's random. (laughs) And, And I met up with the publisher. And we had a coffee and he said, Barry, I love what your book's about. Um, Let's find a way how we can get you on Amazon and get you to number one. So so that was in 2015 and we got to number one in six countries and in 19 categories on Amazon. And that's turned into an e-course. Here in Sydney, Australia, I'm doing a lot of national talks, corporations and for individual point of view. So one-on-one coaching helping people um, identify the toxicity and the joy, and then making very aligned decisions based on those two areas. And I think where most of us tend to find challenges, Tamala, is we embrace, um, we don't define what feels good and what doesn't feel good. Yes. What we, yes. we just go with everything. And it's like planting seeds in a garden, like sometimes you're planting weeds, but you don't know it. If you've been yes. planting weeds for so long, you actually argue that, well, there's still greenberry. They're a weed, but they're still green. But I'm thinking, but no, but you, they're, they're they're a weed. You know what? They're are, still growing. <laughs> still
0: growing.
1: <still> <laughs> right, right. And then and then and then you look at it and you go, well, I've got a messy garden. I've got weeds. I've got rose bushes. I've got yuccas. I've got I don't know, birds of paradise, or whatever the name of the plant is. And and you look at your garden, and and this is this is the thing that I really want to ram home. Like we appreciate people that have lovely gardens, right? Like you go to a house beautiful gardens and you think wow i could just spend eternity here and meditate forever but but the cultivation that makes that garden look that way is a daily practice like weeds are getting pulled out daily they're not getting pulled out once a month it's 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 work. work right but then we appreciate it from afar and we say well why isn't our garden that beautiful and 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 I guess the thing is is if we don't work on cultivating um the soil and making sure we identify where the weeds are and where the roses are then we will have you know in 20 30 40 years time we will have messy gardens um and and I guess we have to just realize that that's that's the way it's going to be unless we make some really decisive moves and um yeah that's how the book came about there's a second book as we were discussing before that's out at Christmas
0: So So before before we go any further, this is so good. So what is the name of the book? So the audience can read it.
1: Please. So, So if you go to Amazon and if you type in the 11 master secrets, you'll find it. It's called the 11 master secrets to business success and personal fulfillment. Because I wanted the independence of having an income stream and the fulfillment aspect to collide. I wanted those two worlds to be able to to gel and to mix in with one another. So, But if you type in the 11 master secrets, you'll see it on Amazon. It's only a little 100-page read, so you could read it in a week. But it just offers some really great uh, steps to help us identify the toxicity and help us to identify the inspiration and the joy.
0: You truly, Thanks. truly hit it home mm. by saying, like, I try to be very mindful when it comes to what disturbs my peace. Yes. That's yes. basically you identified any, like I, I tell any, anyone, anything that disturbs my peace has got to go. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is or who Beautiful. it is. It's Beautiful. got to go. So you literally wrote these things down. If mm. it doesn't make me feel good, I have to acknowledge it. And it's got to, you know, we've got to do the work to make sure that's gone. That's, mm. you got to pull those weeds, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and then it, it may be actions or something that you're used to doing. It's like, oh, it doesn't feel the same. That's putting the the, the kill weed down. You're spraying it yeah. out. You know? it's like,
1: yeah, so, yeah.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I love the, I am a person. I love my garden. So I am yes. out there.
1: You know, that's you. That's putting, you.
0: yes, I'm putting the seeds down. I have the rose bush. So when you're saying it, I'm like looking in my courtyard going, yes, yes. <laughs> It is a lot of work. And that you're right. People come over and they're like, oh, it's so beautiful here. But they don't know every morning I have to get up and water. Every, you know, I have to put things in, make sure that bugs don't eat the leaves. And you know, it does. It takes a lot of work. And that's so beautiful
1: that you just
0: put that, you just connected that to life. So if you're willing to go out here and make your garden look good, you can do the same in your life. 100%, 100%.
1: 100%, 100%. Uh, Tamala, you're so right. And I'm so happy. Yes. I, I, I now want some pictures of your garden, okay? So please I'm send so them out. on. E- email me. <laughs> um, I want to see them. Um, and the other thing I will, I, I will mention for the people um, listening is that when we talk about God and the universe and how we create, um, if, you, if you think about the soil, the soil's role is expansion. That's all the soil knows how to do. You know, it's got sunlight, it's got nutrients, it's got water. So if you deliberately or unconsciously plant a weed, the soil's not going to say to you, "Whoa, whoa, 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 Barry, that's a weed. What are you doing?" It's right. just going to say, "Okay, I'll grow it because you must know what you're doing," and and my role is all about expansion, and and the human mind is the same way. Um, it will not necessarily tell you the fear-based thoughts. I mean, you can identify them, but the fear-based thoughts from the joy-based thoughts, but its role is very much like the subconscious mind is very, very much like the soil. Its role is to show you your truest held beliefs, like whatever you believe to be true, like in a soul level, in a knowingness inside yourself, whatever you say, I know this, this is so true. I know it. Whatever that is, you will see the physical representation in reality and if we don't get specific about those thoughts and about the toxicity in friends and family and and the books that we read and 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 the food that we digest and the sleep that we need and the meditation and the prayers and the gratitude and if we don't identify all those areas and go right what's healthy what's unhealthy then we will have messy gardens, we will have messy thoughts, everything. Life will be a mix of sadness, sorrow, grief, gratitude, joy, happiness, sadness, like it'll be a, which is what we're experiencing on the planet at this level of human evolution. Like we're at the stage now where we're just discovering that thoughts do create things. So if we can have a specific thought, then we can live a reality based on the energy and the frequency of that thought. So it's, it's cool, but it's also scary because if we don't identify the ugliness, then we mm. will continue to experience the ugliness in reality right. um, and wishing we could be on the other side.
0: <laughs> right. You have to acknowledge it regardless. Yeah. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, yes. I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. It, it makes me think about people who yeah. they feel like life just kind of happens to them. Yeah. Right? Uh, but uh, we have a lot more control. Than we yeah. actually feel as though we do. It yeah. is your thought. Yes. It is the energy around. It is what you allow in. It is the television yes. that you watch. It is the radio that yes. you listen to. It is what your, it's your ear gate, your eye gate and your mouth gate. Like all of it, Absolutely. it all, you know, has a, a very powerful meaning in your life. Like what you allow in, that's why yeah. boundaries are big.
1: Yes. You have to have certain boundaries yes. and it's like, I yes. can't let that
0: in. You know, yes. I, I have, um, I, even when it comes to certain television programs, some certain programs mm. are very, very, um, I'll say demonic now. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. have to mm. really, really watch because there, it's almost like they're trying to make certain things normal to you. Mm. So it's mm. like, wait a minute, that's not normal. You can't, you can't allow that to be here because if you normalize that it's going to affect your life.
1: Yes. I mean. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, you are spot on. Like, and I don't know if you're the same, Tamala, but even, even when you go to a party or you go to um, um, like a gathering and there's, you know, 20, 30, 40 people there and you walk in the door, um, if you're anything like me, your energy field picks up other people's energy fields without even them saying anything. Like you just get an idea and, and, and I will gravitate to the people that are on a very similar frequency to me because I know that when I'm joyous and when I'm inspirational and when I'm love-based that's when I give the best of me like that's that's when the best of me comes out but when I'm angry and depressed and emotional then that's when I have regret uh, after I say something so I I try to um focus less on the ego um, focused energies in the room. And I gravitate towards the people that um, I guess want to learn more about what we're speaking about. And, and, and the thing is as well, this is a realization that I've come into where God has given us everything. He hasn't just said, I'm giving you the good stuff. He hasn't just said, I'm giving you the happiness and the joy. And the. he hasn't said that he has said, I'm giving you the mix of human emotions for me that is a sign of also having true love for his children because he's not hiding anything he's not holding anything back so we have a situation where we're going through pain and we're going through frustration we're going through anger but in the beautifulness of how god is everything leads to a deeper understanding of love like it always it always comes back to the same mountain peak you know we could find very many ways to climb the mountain but we arrive at the same peak the same peak that that peak is a deeper understanding of love and 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 to be in total surrenderance to it all, like to be in gratitude for the mixed um, hurtful, painful stuff, and to also be happy for their good times so so for me, every situation and for the people listening, every situation that you 're going through, and I know it might hurt right now, and i might I know it might be painful and and you know, codependence was a part of my life too, tomorrow. Like being Greek, codependence runs through the whole nationality. Like being reliant on other people for your happiness, and and I've made a distinctive imp- like I wanted to to break that. I wanted to stop that. So I've I'm teaching self reliance. Um, I'm I'm teaching people to to be able to to look inside and to find the answers. And with you and your source above then you're in a situation where you can co-create from a sense and space of love and not necessarily be reliant on other people. Um, It has to come here
0: first. You have to have self-love and sometimes it's hard to figure out where you don't love yourself. Yes. Um, Yes. When I first started healing, Mm. started my journey, I had to kind of look at myself and say, Mm. you know, and, I had to call out the bad, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, I yeah. would I would placate people to make them happy, and you know, I can use that cute placate word, but it's lying. Mm. So mm. I had to look at myself and say, "You're a liar." And now we can do something with that. Now we can fix it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There was times I had low self esteem. You have low self esteem. Let's fix yeah. that. Call it yes. call call the thing a thing, so that it no longer has power over you. Mm, and then I love you find it. that you're you're giving yourself all of this love because as as I I'll call these things out I'm also pouring goodness inside you are a mm. wonderful person you are you know you you selfless in a way but there are moments where I had selfless moments good for you for doing that but you also have times where you have to be selfish
1: absolutely to be able
0: to understand where that is right so mm. being able to call out the things that are not the best you Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, pouring in that goodness, that wonderful self love. Mm -hmm. Once you have that, you are able to walk a walk that is, it is so on purpose. Yeah. That you never ever want to go back, right? And you can recognize certain things when you're starting to sidestep and it's like mm-mm, that doesn't feel right that's why in that it's always good to be able to recognize different triggers in your body or different senses mm-hmm. when I'm not my best self I feel it in my throat I feel it right yes. here I get, a, I get a it's a knot right and I know I need to work on that chakra so I'm like okay there's something let's let's figure it out right and let's fix it and love myself and if I fall short just tell myself, you fell short, but I forgive you for that. Keep going. And when you have yeah. that self-love, it's so easy to give it back. Right? Yeah.
1: It, oh, it's so, it's so true. I think I've just agreed with every single thing you've said, Tamala. I feel it in my throat as well. Um, and, and it is something, I think with that chakra as well, I think it's in the past, I don't know if you're like me, but I wasn't confident enough to be able to voice my truth and yeah. and that's why it's here and and, and right. when you start start doing it and you then you stop for whatever reason or mm-hmm. someone helps it makes you stop or whatever then it goes oh, oh, oh you can feel right. it now it, so it's 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 and I'm so happy that we've got that identifier like we've got that throat feeling yes. a lot of people don't have um an a guide to when things might be going a little bit a bit a bit to to the mm-hmm. fear based side mm-hmm. um but yeah, it's 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 amazing that when you do take this journey that you open yourself up to to God's love. And I keep coming back to God for me because the, I've always wanted to understand the nature of God, like the nature of our creator. And when you when you a lot of people have Jesus up on the cross and I think he's been up there long enough. I think, I think, I think.
0: Down. He came down. He came down. He
1: came down. And and if I look at Christ, and and if you think about Christ with his hands open in a, in a posture of giving, of saying, "I'm giving you everything. I've given you air, a planet. I've uh, God's given us the emotions to be able to live what we want. I've he sacrificed his son. Everything has been given to his children to be able to make a beautiful life." Yet, we still find ourselves complaining about things that that don 't really matter or we have the power to change right. so yes for me i 'll be on these podcasts till i die and and it 's a it's a it 's a making sure that Tamala, that we leave the world in a better place, and the people that are listening. You know, if you feel it in your bones, like I do, and like Tamala does yes. as well, like it's your duty to be able to spread the love, spread, spread yeah. the kindness, spread mm-hmm. the. But you've got to give it. Like you said, Tamala, you can't give away what you don't have. Right. Right. But you've got to give it to yourself inside. Yes. Before you can show it to people outside, and I promise you, if you're anything like me, the right people will enter your life. And the right Absolutely. people will ex- exit.
0: And I trust. I trust in that. Yeah. Um, I am with you. I feel like my God has everything. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I've, so because I am his child, I feel as though I have everything. Any and everything that he wants me to have, I will have. Yeah. And it is my duty to be a vessel right? I am his vessel. So that you are, you are so spot on. That is why I do this, because for people to be able to have a platform Mm. to tell their story, Mm. to tell how they're a vessel, this spreads the word and also gives people that don't really know, you know, it's a lot of people that are listening right now. That are lost, like I don't know what to do. Mm. You know, I've had those times where I've felt that throat or felt really bad about myself mm. and I don't know mm. how to fix that. Mm. So if mm. they just know that they can co they can type in the codependent me podcast and possibly yeah. find something in there that can help them at that moment, Perfect. then I'm grateful. Then yes. I I'm just so very grateful that God gave me. This platform, because Mm, I don't, mm. I don't take this responsibility lightly. No. So I thank you, (laughs) (laughs) you know, because again, when you allow yourself to be open, yeah, God will send you people, the right people, absolutely, the right people. Because I, I have never spoken to you before, but I feel very connected. Those I feel so the fair. same with you. I right. feel the
1: same with you, Tamala. I, yes.
0: So I'm um, I'm grateful
1: for that. Yes? Yes, absolutely. Um it's I think we can speak for th- for 3 or 4 hours. Um I was just going to give you a quick story for the because I really learn through stories. Um and I'm I'm sure people out there are very similar, but I got I got mentioned in the Oprah magazine 2 years ago. And I love Oprah. I love the abyss that she's climbed out of in her own life. I love the messages. My biggest fan in the world is Dr. Wayne Dyer. Don't know if you know him, Tamala. He is my angel. He still exists. And it's funny, I wrote the book, The Year That He Died. So I feel it's some metaphorical passing of the torch. Uh, That's not ego. That's just, I feel it in me. Um, And anyway, uh, mentioned in this Oprah magazine with with this little story, and I'd love to tell it to you if you're open to it. Absolutely. so this is how um, good things happen. And this is an example of how being of service ends up really expanding your world. So just to give you the quick story, um, I we took our car for a service. Uh, we have a Jeep and we took it for a service at the local dealership. Um, and as I was driving my car in, I went to the counter, dropped off my keys And the gentleman at the counter said, Barry, this is a major service for your car. It's going to cost you $800. So I said, you know what? We want our car to run. We want it under warranty. It is what it is. We've got the money for it. Let's just hear the keys and go. Go for it. So he runs through the list just to justify the money. So I'm like, don't worry about it. I know you're going to do a good job. Hop on the bus, go into town. Uh, for a few hours to kill while the car is being serviced. And as I get off the bus, I see a homeless man on the ground, Tamala, right? And he had a dog with him and the dog had no teeth. So you can imagine what the dog's been eating, right? So, so two, two, two entities, a man and his dog that were really hard done by. Um, and I had $35 cash in my pocket. So I thought, whatever I pull out, I had a 20, a 10, and a 5. Whatever I pull out, I'm going to give him from my heart to his, right? So what do you think I pulled out? I pulled out the 20. Of course. Of course. God's like, you can give, you give. So I pulled out. I get down to his level, and I just said, this is for you. Um, whatever you do with it is your call, but I just want you to know that um, that God loves you and that you're in a space right now, and you're going to get out of it. So he's $20. So, his smile was bigger than church on Sunday. Like it was huge, right? So, as I go to get up and walk away, the best thing to describe what happened next was a gust of wind was centered on my pocket and the $10 and the $5 note swirled around, came out, swirled around our heads, and landed at his feet.
0: Oh my and
1: gosh. I thought, this is awkward because that was my lunch money. So, I give him the $35, I took it as a sign, here's the $35, whatever you do with it is up to you. Left his company, looked up at the maple trees above me, the leaves were falling off the trees. I felt closer to God than I have felt in a church. I felt that I was in tune with his love, which is giving, as we were saying before. And um, go in the shopping center, had a coffee few hours went by, um, the car dealership called me up, said, Barry, your car's ready to be picked up. Hop on the bus, told the bus driver my story about the $35. He goes on about a story that happened to his wife, similar scenario. Mm -hmm. And we started to get into this great energy about giving. Go to the dealership, um, the same guy behind the counter, Tamala, the same gentleman, slides my keys across the counter with the invoice. And, you know, expecting it to be $800, I take my card out to to give him my Visa card. And um, he says to me, Barry, he said, the computer's charging you $398. And I said, stupid me. I said, no, 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 no. You must be making a mistake. I, I, You must have me confused with somebody else that has to pick their car up. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the paperwork and he looks at my keys. He goes, yes. He said, I remember you, $800 this morning. He says, Barry, the computer's charging you $398. So that's all I'm going to charge you today. And, and that story got me open, mentioned in the Oprah magazine. And, and I guess that was my realization that the Jeep dealership and the homeless man were connected. And, and, and this is the message that I really, really want to ram home. When you are of service to people, when you're of service to your world in a way that doesn't have an agenda, Like not oh I scratch my back you uh, you know you scratch mine not that I'm saying just be kind for kindness sake and don't expect anything back just because it's who you are that's when the universe that's when God says back to you how may I be of service to you what do you want what what how can I help you along and you know i was driving away in the bus going you know $800 is a bit steep you know it's it's a, it's a, it's a lot of money mm-hmm. but in saying that you know that was just a fleeting thought it wasn't a angry or deceptive or i was feeling um frustrated it was just oh you know it's a bit expensive but that's that's the energy it's the lightheartedness of our thoughts that we flourish with emotion to then grow and and that story solidified to me that that when you are of service when you are giving that's when you've got more to be grateful for and it's really interesting a lot of people don't see it that way that's like take and it's all about taking from others and there's limitedness everywhere and it's not the case you've got to, it's not you just got to be able to give from yourself and here's, here's the thing you feel good and and Usually yes. that money doesn't equal that feel. Like I could not spend $35 and feel that way.
0: Right. Exactly. I mean, and that's a, like they say, the gift is in giving. Yeah. yeah. It makes, yeah. it gives you a certain, it, it's a wonderful feeling on the inside to know that you've helped someone, you know, it, it really and, and whether it comes back around, which I promise you it does. And it's not always monetary. And it may, it may not even always be in the way that you see it. Exactly, right. Exactly. Exactly. You feel it. You feel it. I know you I had a certain feel feeling yeah. when you walked away from him. Yeah, I And speaking it. of the gift that keeps on giving, you have a book that's coming out in December. Yes, <laughs> I Let's do. I
1: about. do. It's exciting. Um, I'm diving into the science of how thoughts become things because a lot of us um, look at it as woo-woo science or look at it as something that's not really real. But I've done a lot of research, um, um, Uh, on the biology of the human being and our thoughts and how they actually equal the things that we uncover. Sprinkled with a few of our stories as well, a few personal stories of mine where I've fallen down and I've learnt lessons and gotten back up. Um, But the book will be called Move the Mountain and it is all about moving that mountain in your life. It's all about... And I took it from Christ. Like he had a beautiful saying about... um, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, like the the faith of a grain of mustard seed, you will say to that mountain, move from here to there and it will move. Um, And that's giving you the impression and the understanding of the miracleness that Christ Christ performed, the miracles that he performed. Um, We're not just uh, these God-like miracles. They're available to all of us if we have the power to understand God's love. Um, and that's what Jesus had. He, he only had love inside of him. He only, he had no fear. He had only had, he knew God's love. And the problem with humanity right now is that we have a mixed array of, of fear and love consistently. And sometimes the fear takes over. Most of the time the fear takes over. And that's when we're unaligned with that state of giving and joy and creating miracles in our life. Um, so that's what I've learned. And this book's going to be out hopefully by by Christmas is the aim, so it'll be cool.
0: Fantastic, and it'll also be on Amazon as well, right? It'll be on
1: Amazon, yes, yes, yes. I've got two publishers now that are fighting for it, um, so it's 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 interesting how things. That's go.
0: Awesome, that's beautiful, yeah. Yeah. right? I mean, yeah, all because you stepped out. Um, I've I said this year that um I would step into uncomfortable uh,
1: situations thank
0: you right because in growth it's not always going to be you know it's not going to always feel good you doesn't you're not going to always know exactly what to do I know when you drove into that cemetery you were like "Mm, what is this about you know yeah Yeah. so all of it when you start the book and all like it's just it's You might have those uncomfortable moments, but yeah, yeah. like with you, you are releasing something into the world that is so yeah. beautiful. Yeah. And it's going to help millions, right? Well, so.
1: I, I hope so. I, I, and, and you know what? I've actually gone past caring, uh, Tamala, how many it impacts. At the beginning, I was very, unless this does a big splash in the water, unless this is a big deal, I don't want to do it. And I think that's when we get messed up. It's a trap. Because like you said before, Tamala, you are so right. If you can influence one soul in making better life choices, it is worth it. Like you have probably saved a life. So you tell me, what what is that not worth? You know, like you're doing. And you probably so, save yeah. more than one. You probably save thousands or hundreds of thousands. Yeah. of. Millions. But if you, you
0: can know. get one, that's what I tell my mom all the time. Anytime I do a yeah. speaking engagement or something like that, yeah. I always yeah. tell her, you know, if I can just have one person. Yeah. you know, affected, then God yeah. bless and thank you, you know? Yes. So yes. that is so, that's so good. Uh, so can you talk a little bit about your one-on-one coaching?
1: Yeah. So so with that, um, what I usually do is I sit down with people and we, we go through six separate steps um, to understand, I guess, where they're at mentally. Um, I'm doing a big talk in Sydney in two weeks' time um, at the Mind, Body, and Spirit Festival, which is our biggest festival here in Australia um, for wellness and understanding spirit and mind. Mm. So, I could be talking to about 500 people in the room, and I run through these six steps in the room so people have a greater understanding of where things are at. So, if someone comes to me and they say, Barry, I'm lost, or Barry, um, I'm losing in a relationship, or I'd like to open a business, or I'd like to heal from cancer, or whatever it is, we run through these areas. The first one is You've got to identify what the desire is. Like you've got to really identify what you want. A lot of us go through life not really identifying it specifically. And the ones that do that, and I've been guilty of this as well, which is why I've had to put it in my steps, um, is a lot of people say, I want to be happy. Um, And that for me is too broad. Um, You've got to have a metric. You have to understand like what does that mean for you? Um, will it be when you rid yourself of cancer? Will it be from when you open your business? Will it be from finding a partner that's in tune with you? Like, what does that mean? For, what does happiness mean for you? Okay. The second area is I need you to feel the possibility of that. So to really feel that that this could be a true thing. And then look around the world, are people living those those truths? Are there people healing from cancer other people um, that are leaving codependent relationships are, is this a true thing is this real the third step is to catch yourself in the feeling of that so what i try to um emotionally and through creative visualization how would it feel like in your body when this becomes a truism for you when this is when this enters your reality like what would that feel like close your eyes and absorb the feeling of you now being at that stage. What does that feel like in your bones? And the maths in it is that you've got to hold that feeling for 68 seconds. That's, that's a 68-second point. That's when a link joins that thought um, in on the same frequency. So, so if you have a thought of beating cancer and you're at that stage, where, oh, yes, now I'm out, uh, I'm in remission, this feels good, hold that feeling, don't let it... Don't let doubt creep in or friends or phone calls. Don't just just go in a quiet place and be in that. Um, The fourth area is to release toxicity because, you know, you can have all this great stuff manifesting in your life, but if you've got the same um, toxic people and toxic news programs and toxic movies, almost like you were saying before, Mm -hmm. uh, demonic type movies, then you're not really moving forward. You're just treading water. You're just staying still. Mm-hmm. which is where you see people 10 years later, they're in the same place. So you've got to really make some some moves as far as, and to give you an idea, I'm um, currently in the process of letting go of a friendship that I've had for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, he did anything wrong or I did anything wrong. I just want to align myself with forward moving energy. And he's he's not moving forward. He's just the same day in, the same day out, every day. And I can't afford to absorb that energy and do what I want to do. So I'm just slowly identifying him. He's a nice guy. He's a really nice guy, really nice family man. But uh, he's just not on my growth path. Um, and, you know, I'm just returning the calls a little bit less. And I'm having the conversation with him. And I'm just saying, listen, this is what I'm up to. And And then I noticed that I was feeling bad. Every time I would have these conversations, I was feeling bad about myself. I don't know why, but I can only take it Tamala as an identifier, like that this person might not be in your future as much as you think. So yeah. for me, not that he's toxic, but he's just not helpful. Right. Um, the fifth area is to release the timing. So, so try to release when you think things should happen. You can't say to God, give me blessings and I'll tell you when to give them to me. Like, like, God has the overall view, man. Like, he's he's sitting in your mm-hmm. life going, I've got the aerial view of your life, Barry. You can't just tell me what to do. Like, I'm not a robot. And also, he's got a lot more wisdom than I do about right. where my life is heading. And you he so, so, to make
0: sure that you're prepared for his blessing as well.
1: 100%.
0: Yes, exactly. Right? Yes. Exactly.
1: Um, so, releasing the timing is all about saying, God, you know where I'm at, you know where my desires are at, you know that I want to be of service. I'm going to leave the rest to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to I'm going to leave and if I look back to Mala, all the great things that have happened to me have been through perfect timing, not necessarily when I think they should happen, mm-hmm. but when life thinks they should happen for me. So so it ends up being a letting go of I trust you. I'm going to continue to be of service and of value to my world. I'm going to keep providing for my family. I'm going to keep being in a space of love and joy as often as I can. And I'm going to leave the timing. I'm going to work towards what I want, but right. I'm going to leave the, the, the timing of the fruition to you.
0: Trust God's process.
1: That's Him and um, He knows best. Um, and then the last area is embracing your new reality. So being in a state where now you've achieved the thing that you've always wanted. You've beat cancer. You've started the business. You've got 100,000 followers on your podcast or you've, you've started a business and it's doing what you think it should turn over and whatever it is, you've found the partner that is really in tune with who you are. Um, once you've done that and you've manifested those, those scenarios, um, be in a situation where knowing that you can get bigger. Like you can impact, if if you've impacted 100,000 people on your podcast, you know, know that a million is not out of the realms. It's the same energy. It is the same energy that that moves the mountain, that moves the rock. It is the same energy. The only thing that's different is that it looks different in our minds because the mountain is huge and the rock we can hold in our hands. But it is the same if you believe that you can move the rock, then I promise you then you can move the mountain. It's just about can you unblock any doubt that is permeating in your soul that that's not the way. And if you can do that, oh my God, then you will be a miracle maker. Like people will say, well, how did you do that, Tamala? Or Barry, how did you do that? Like, And the only, the only answer is I've aligned myself with the possibility and God's like, now he gets it, now she gets it. Like like you've aligned yourself with the almighty creator who created the world from nothing right. and we are small parts of him. That's right. So, so this existence, this meaning that everyone's talking about life, what is this meaning? Is to realize that because we are small parts of him, then we can create in a mini way. And it's not mini for us. It's huge. But, <laughs> but, but God goes, now you get it. Now you know what you're a part of. <clears throat> and and when that happens, you can't help but spread the word because you end up being a vessel for, for love and for creativity and identifying that, yes, we can create from anger and we can create from jealousy and we can create from frustration because they are emotions that are inherent to us as a person like we're not going to just say let's just stick on the joy those things happen um but what do you do when you're in that situation do you find a, can you get back to gratitude quickly um mm-hmm. and i've got some couples that i'm coaching now like husband and wives that are on the brink of separation right and and this is the thing that that they keep talking about is they don't understand me and i don't understand him and he doesn't understand me but can you quarrel well? can you have an argument and get back to feeling okay again quickly that's the key to a relationship it's not walks on the beach and romantic dinners and getaways and yeah those things and date nights those things are important but how long do you stay in your um ego focused fight mode for like is this worth the energy that you're now expending in in fighting Mm -hmm. and uh, that's been my biggest learning curve. I used to go for two weeks holding a grudge to Mala, wow. and he, and I used to end up being bitter inside. So now I've got it down to two days.
0: Improvements, <laughs> yes! <laughs> two hours
1: that. is the next one, but, but it's, I know that might sound facetious, but it's.
0: Oh, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah. Oh, so it's I a saw a
0: post, I saw a post on Facebook. And it was a woman saying that she was growing. She knew she was growing, because when her and her husband started to argue, mm. she was trying to understand him rather than be right. Yes, yes, right. Yes. I was like, "Yep, she got it. That's a good thing." So yeah. I love yeah, that. Love it. I, 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 so from desire to embracing the new reality. new
1: reality Yes, that
0: is, yes. you've got your steps in between and it's beautiful. That is. Yeah, wonderful. I'll, I'll send you
1: that. If you're open to it Tamala. So I'll send you that in a one page PDF. If you're open to it. Yes, absolutely. And if you want to spread it to your network, if not, I'll leave it to you. Uh, I would please. love
0: that for sure.
1: Yeah. I would love yeah. to get
0: that out to them. So I do want to talk a little bit about uh, mm. the, you said the mind, body and spirit conference. Yes. Yes. So, Can you say a little bit about that? Can people still register? Will it be online?
1: Um, So the best thing to do, it's an Australian event, but what they'll be doing in some instances is they'll be live streaming some seminars. So I've been with them for seven years now. um, And they usually put a camera in my room when I speak because the crowds tend to be quite big, people wanting to understand um, how thoughts do become things. So the only thing I'd suggest if you've looked me up on Facebook and just put Barry Nicolau in. Um N-I-C-O-L-A-O-U Nicolau. Um in about two weeks. Um it's on it's on from the 26th to the 29th of May. So and obviously it's in Australia, so there is the Australian time zone to consider. But it'll be on my um Yeah, it'll be on my Facebook page and hopefully on the Mind Body Spirit page as well. But yeah, it's going to be pretty, pretty cool.
0: Perfect. And how can they get the one-on-one
1: coaching? <laughs> so please. So if you go to my website, it's just com. Really, really easy. Um, and just send me a message on that or through my Instagram page, just my name. You'll find me on Instagram. Um, send me a message and just say, Barry, would like to learn more about what you're about. Um, And I can actually send them the link or you can go to my Instagram page and the link is actually in my bio uh, would be the best. My personal website now, Tamala, is more for corporates. Like it's crazy, like the pandemic has caused a lot of corporations to become conscious corporations um, to know that this stuff has to permanate through the workforce it's not just about individuals so i'm speaking to um, one of the largest maritime museums in australia they're a they're a government organization and would you believe lawyers i've got about three law firms on board that want to understand this for their lawyers And I've just got Revlon, you know, the makeup people, Revlon. So Revlon in Australia as a client. So it's... Congratulations! Thank you. It means so much. And they're all about gratitude. Like, they're like, Barry, we love what you're about, but focus it on gratitude for us. And you know what's interesting, Tamala? It's not the corporations that are cold to well-being. It's the corporations that are already warm to it and understand it and have, have processes in place that also want to solidify those processes Um, rather than cold organizations that say, oh, we want to employ barrier for a few months to see how we can improve things. It's not that. It's people that are already susceptible to that. So um, it's exciting. I love that.
0: I have to tell you. um, Tell me. (laughs) You, the three words, live your life. You're doing it. And you've done oh, the God. work. You've pulled the weeds. <laughs> <laughs> no, <that's> so many. <laughs> how, how wonderful, right? I mean, you are a true Fine. testimony, a true yeah. testimony that you yeah. can, you can mm. be in a place where you're, you're happy, you're, you're making your, you know, you're making money, you're doing the, mm, mm, just the mm. things in life that, that are not bad, but is it mm. truly, truly, are you truly in your purpose? Doing the things that you were born to do. You were doing what you were placed on this beautiful earth to do. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank
1: you. To hear you say it actually sounds surreal because I don't look at it like, it's interesting because you're so enthralled in the processes of making things happen. I very rarely get above that and look at it holistically. I look at you gotta it. Stand
0: and... back and look at your garden, Barry.
1: I oh, know I don't do it, Tamala. I I don't do it often enough. And me thank too. you, thank yes. you for pulling me out.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, for sure. So thank I you. ask all of the guests yep. that if you could give the audience one thing, one tip, what would it be? Yep.
1: Ah, oh, easy, easy, easy. Um, identify the next right move so so what I mean by that is if you've decided that you want something to happen, right, you've got your desire out there the first step, um, ask yourself what the next right move in that direction would look like. Would it be to call your accountant about money? Would it be to put an Instagram post up? Would it be to develop a business plan? Would it be to research about how people beat cancer? Would it be to whatever it is? What would that next right move look like up here? And once you've identified it, do it. Don't don't just go and watch television and go make a sandwich. Don't do that. Just do it. Like And then the, the second move and the third move will come much easier and you'll know what to do from there. Like you've got to be able to step on the first step of the staircase to be able to step on the second and third. So just step on that first step. What is the next right move to opening my business? Would it mean opening up a podcast? Would it be to reach out to Tamala? Would it be to talk to my accountants, talk to the bank? What would it look like? Yes. Um, and then make that move and then know that if it feels right, God is with you. Like, he is with you. He is encouraging you. He is with you. Don't think that he is not. There are lessons that we have to learn, which is might might look like that he's not with you. But sometimes fathers are harsh on their kids. And I've got two sometimes girls. Sometimes it
0: feels uncomfortable, right? It, it does.
1: Most of the and time it kills. So- yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 I've got a five-year-old and a two-year-old. And I'll tell you, I'll have a lot of joy with them but there's sometimes that dad has got to put his foot down and that's I've right. got to, there's discipline has got to be instilled or they're just going to go crazy that's so, right so i've tried to be that that mix of daddy loves you but you know you can't necessarily put your toys all over the house or your mum's going to fall over and break a neck so you've got to just tidy up that's our big thing right now at home when you finish playing with something Tidy it up, put it away before you play with something else. So, so if I see textures and blocks and toys and bikes all over the house, that, that, that's not
0: going to fly. <laughs> right, <laughs> It's pure chaos. <laughs> and we don't, that's, that's not where we want to be. We don't want to be in chaos.
1: No, you um, don't. You don't. you don't. So it's cool. It's cool. And also as they get older, it'll teach them to finish a project before starting another project. Yes. You know, rather than having five projects open at once and not knowing what to do next, it's when you're an adult, one of my problems to Mala was I didn't grow up with that. My mum and dad were very, have fun, go for it. Mm -hmm. Um, But now as an adult, I see that I don't, I didn't finish projects well enough. So that's been one of my lessons. Mm -hmm. So I try to instill that lesson on the kids, which is clean up your blocks. When you finished playing with something, finish and put it away. So then you've got room to play with other things. Um, so yeah, so I yes. love it, but it's been beautiful being here. It's just ah, gorgeous.
0: I just want to tell you, thank you so much. You have given some beautiful nuggets. Your story thank is you. amazing. Thank you. And I am so, I'm honored that you- I am, I
1: love. am honored. I, I feel like I'm the one that <laughs> very is blessed much. to be here.
0: And I want to tell the audience, as I always say, you matter and your story matters. And until next time, talk to you soon. Make (laughs) smart choices. Bye. Bye. I understand that nothing is more valuable than your time. So thank you for listening. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Codependent Me. And check out my website at codependentme.org. Thanks so much. Have a great day.